0: I FaceTime my dad and my stepmom every single week. Not one week goes by (laughs) where I'm not just seeing their eyeball or the ceiling or a forehead. (laughs) Mom My- Everybody, happy Monday, and welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. And welcome to another episode of, I already said this, the Geek Squared Show. I'm stuck in a loop. We hope you guys enjoyed our...
1: Collaboration.
0: That's the word, with We're So Bored. Extravaganza. (laughs) Extravaganza, we love that word. Uh, With We're So Bored. They were on our podcast last week, last episode, and we were on theirs, we were on episode 40, titled Takaido. So if you have not checked out one or both of those episodes, We encourage you to do so. It was a lot of fun. They are awesome people. So, Tilly, ask me what I did last week.
1: Uh, what'd you do last week?
0: What a great question. (laughs) I had the opportunity, the complete honor, the privilege to see... Elton John. Sir Elton John. Pardon me. I went with my parents, my my mom and my stepdad. They were going to go without me, but then they realized that, <laughs> right? Right. Which is fair. They're allowed. They're allowed. But sure. they, they realized very soon that I would probably cry. So they invited me. Thank you so much, mom and stepdad, for doing that. We sat kind of far back, but it was still a great show. He's a powerhouse, even though he's 75 years old. Can you believe it?
1: Cocaine's a hell of a drug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is sober. <laughs> I know, but
1: it, it hardened his insides from way back.
0: Uh, Yeah, he, he. it was incredible. Once in a lifetime opportunity until while we were at the concert, my mom got a text from a family member because she had posted on Facebook that we were at the concert. She posted a picture and this family member said, hey, I have tickets for tomorrow. Do you know anybody who would want them? And my mom said, yeah, me. Uh so she said where whereabouts are they and we were currently we are our, our, the section that we were in was R 118 that's like pretty well
1: far back yeah yeah, yeah.
0: it was a, it was at the Rogers Center so it was a baseball diamond so it was the first set of stands beyond the diamond mm-hmm. and the stage was like way on the other side so we were pretty far back uh back to the story my mom asked where are the seats and she says they are A15 Uh, And then my mom says, okay, I will get back to you in the morning. I, knowing all this, was like, mom, please, 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 please let me go with you again. Like, I know I've already been once. I'm so privileged. I'm an overprivileged child. But please, (laughs) I need to go again. I love Elton John so much. So eventually she did decide that she was going to take me. Thank you, mother. Um, And we were very... It was the next day. And we were very, very close. It was... Probably the best concert I've ever seen. It was his last show ever in Toronto because he is retiring. It's his farewell yellow brick road. Again, again, but I think he really is retiring this time being 75 years old. Yeah. But yeah, he just said a very nice farewell to his second home. His husband is from Ontario, Canada. I actually know his husband's nephew. That's how close in in proximity Elton John is. So yeah, it was his last concert in Toronto. He blew the house down and then he got on his little elevator thing and blasted off into the abyss. Proceeded to
1: go into the void.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he actually did step on this little platform and it just went all the way up. (laughs) He was Bye. never
1: seen again. <laughs> never
0: seen again. Blasted off like Rocket Man, just like at Dodger Stadium. I am very privileged in saying, like, oh, I saw the concert like really far away, and it was good because of all the visuals that were on the screens, all the media, and it just sounded really good. And then I was really close, and I couldn't even see the screens because I was so close. But and you I got see the man. Yeah, I got to see the band, and I got to see the man himself. The band too was incredible
1: did Eminem make an appearance
0: no I wish he no guest I thought he would on the second night but nobody he did have Dua Lipa on a screen and also uh that reminds me there were four costume changes for this man of course I'm
1: surprised it's that little
0: (laughs) (laughs) and they were different each night (laughs) so yeah it was exactly what you expect an Elton John show to be all right enough about Elton John, though we love the man, we could probably do an episode on him. From
1: the yellow brick road to the pink nondescript material road.
0: Yeah, that being said, the the colors in this series were very, very Elton John. Very Rocketman-esque. And we are, of course, talking about Miss Marvel. MCU miniseries streaming on Disney Plus now follows the adventures of 16-year-old Avengers fan Kamala Khan. She gains the ability to manipulate energy into physical constructs or to enhance her own body, i.e. the giant fists. So if you haven't seen it yet, highly recommend. Uh, There are going to be spoilers in this episode from here on out. Fair warning. Yes, fair warning. Tilly, what'd you think of the series? Uh, are
1: we giving our overall? Yeah, yeah, yeah right let's give an overall okay. and then
0: get into details.
1: Um, Out of 10, I'd probably give it six and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. I liked it. I had personal connections to it and I really liked certain elements of it, but objectively, was it a good addition to the MCU? Yes, but perhaps not the strongest addition.
1: I think with all these shows that are coming with America Chavez, uh, now Kamala Khan, as well as now She-Hulk like branch off of something else. I'm kind of looking forward to how that all comes together.
0: So they are gearing up for a split in the MCU as far as I'm concerned because we have the Thunderbolts, which is going to be geared more towards the adults. I'm assuming, yeah.
1: Stuff that we saw in things like Daredevil and Punisher Yeah, And, that.
0: and then they're also introducing the Young Avengers. Yes. Which is going to be Miss Marvel, Kate Bishop.
1: America Chavez. Young
0: Loki. Among others. I think those are the only A ones we've seen others. so far. This is definitely leaning into that. It's for the new generation of Marvel fans because it has been so long. Like Iron Man came out in 2008. Now we need to have that defined split for both things to be capitalized on. Mm-hmm. The adults who have outgrown that classic MCU feel and the new ones that are coming that would be too young to experience something like Thunderbolts. Let's talk about specifically Miss Marvel, now that we've dissected where it needs to be in the MCU world. I would describe the majority of the themes of Miss Marvel as reinvented or just added to. Mm-hmm. It's familiar content, especially because she is herself an Avengers fan. Like mm-hmm. the Avengers exist within this world, yes. right? Yes.
1: I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about this whole like Breaking the fourth wall, having a, a character be a fan and also being a superhero like that—that that was like the first step. And now that She Hulk is actually breaking the fourth wall, It's right. throwing me off a little. <laughs> like I understand, I'm not the one that's necessarily supposed to be watching these shows. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not the demographic. But
0: I think I think it does relate to the kids, though. I mean, we're hosting the Geek Squared show, mm-hmm. but we're over that like crazed fan phase yes. of being a teenager, having your favorite thing, and like living, breathing, serving yeah, this. We've found thing.
1: personality. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely very. real real feeling in the sense that she's just a normal teenage girl with something that she has latched onto. So I like it, although it did throw me off at first as well. On the other hand, (laughs) exactly, super relevant. Most teens who are watching the Marvel series are going to identify of that level. Exactly. And identify with Kamala and relate to her. Um, Her power has been reinvented because in the comics, Kamala, Miss Marvel is a shapeshifter rather than manipulating energy. She can manipulate her own body. Either her entire body or individual parts, which differentiates her from Ant-Man, who is just really big, really small. The best thing about her comic book powers is that it fit nicely into the themes of being a teenager. It was a parallel for puberty, kind of like turning red or uh, sometimes Spider-Man when he's first getting his powers, whether that's Tobey Maguire series or the Andrew Garfield one, especially that felt very Mm -hmm. Mm teenager-ish. She'd have to deal with just waking up and all of a sudden, like she has a super big foot for some reason. It was kind of hard for me to draw that parallel in the series, but I think they did that so that she is distinctly different from Ant-Man. For people who don't religiously watch every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Especially assigning a color to it and an actual visual.
1: Also, the fact that it's geared towards kids, that color is like instant. Exactly. And
0: actually, that being said, like it may have been scary for kids to just see like a giant fist (laughs) without it being a shell of energy. I never thought about that, but I do have to constantly remind myself that this is not for me. Yeah, this is not for me. This (laughs) is a kid's series, which I I was very much in that place when I watched it because I I couldn't judge it with an adult brain.
1: Yeah. After the first episode, I was like, okay, readjust. Exactly. And then the rest of the show was (laughs) much more enjoyable.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Whenever Kamala was in school interacting with her friends or talking to her guidance counselor, taking driving lessons, crushing on Kamaran, it felt very... Spider-Man Homecoming. So it's something that we've seen before, but it's added (laughs) to the thesis of my essay right now. (laughs) It's just being added to. There was being an awkward teen who writes Avengers fan fiction, learning how to use her powers, trying to hide it from people, right? We've seen both of them in Peter Parker. So those are all familiar. And then layered on top, she's an awkward teen in an immigrant family. And there's a brand new theme of culture or family versus Western culture and fitting in. And then we have like also generational trauma, racism, bigotry, which makes it feel new, but also feel familiar enough to make it comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's still a hero origin story. That is all a very long way of saying that all these themes, the old and the new, are very relevant, very relatable, and they're reaching out to invite those new fans in. Uh, Younger fans, fans who may not have been able to relate to any Marvel content up until now. Like for example, he hasn't seen it yet, but like my dad is Guyanese. He's Indo-Guyanese. He came to Canada in his 20s. He was raised Hindu, not Muslim like the Khans, uh, although there is a lot of similarities between the two cultures. We got a little bit of a history lesson in Miss Marvel seeing Hindu versus Muslim. I love that. Any any
1: show that can bring in real life history and make it accentuate the story that Mm -hmm. you're trying to tell because that makes it real
0: right and uh I mean although there there is a, a whole ocean between India and Guyana I digress he would be able to relate to this show he'd probably have a lot to say about it he would relate to things definitely like the the family dynamic and the emphasis on family and respecting particularly your elders And that kind of changes the game. Marvel movies this far have mainly spoken to a Western audience, an American audience. And now you're inviting other themes in, which invite other fans that can relate to it in. There's a lot of potential there. I don't know if Miss Marvel... Actually, Miss Marvel did nail it in terms of the representation. I don't necessarily know if they nailed it in terms of the fan base that it brought in. I think there's still a lot to be desired there. However, I have seen a lot of... Pakistani fans say that this series just absolutely blew them away and they felt seen for the first time. Not necessarily her powers and everything with Najma, but the family dynamics and the story between her and her mom, her mom and her nani. That was my favorite part. Yes, yeah,
1: absolutely. I, I think
0: Kamala's mom was the best character in this entire series. I would
1: agree with that. The best, but my favorite is still Abdullah. Abdullah's, Abdullah's just... good too.
0: I also really like Amir as a character because yes. he brought a lot to the series in the sense that he was very Americanized, but he he still had a touch. lot of yeah he also had a lot of respect Yo, for his wedding. culture the wedding
1: <laughs> that was a good scene that, that was, that was whole my favorite thing. part the hype
0: the dance I love it. that's what i'm saying like the the heart of this series wasn't in miss marvel and the powers it was in every literally everything else kamala was the was the heart of this show not miss marvel
1: i want to give you i want to read my notes here so you and the audience can understand my rating of 6.5 mm-hmm. plot was meh CGI was meh. Fight scenes, decent yep. for what they were. Set design, excellent.
0: Wardrobe as well.
1: Costume design, Amazing. I loved it. I did not like, but I think this was the point, the costume that Kamala had to begin with. The second one, yo… That went hard. <laughs> Yo. I was like, damn, this is exactly yeah. what she should be wearing. I was
0: waiting the entire series for her to I know. Get that I thought costume. it was going to be
1: sooner. Yeah. I thought uh, Bruno was going to like craft something yeah, in, yeah, his, yeah. in yeah. his geek sleep. Well,
0: that's the other thing. Bruno also has a lot of respect for her culture as well, which is that very is, important. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So 6.5. Three of that score comes from all the, the Khan family dynamic mm-hmm. and the, the Illuminantes and all that. Illuminantes, like Just like all that. that, that so good. Scenes in the mosque. I, I would say that was probably my favorite part, honestly. Apart from the wedding, the wedding was just hype. <laughs> the
0: wedding was so hype. <laughs> but
1: then the next three score comes from the energy and all yeah, that. Yeah. The point 0.5 comes from Bruno being an absolute G. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you mean Brian? I agree. There was a part, and this shows you how attached I felt to these characters. There was a part where Nakia goes in Kamala's room and immediately removes her hijab. I like closed my eyes. I was like, I'm not supposed to see that. <laughs> Yeah, and then I quickly remembered. Oh, yeah, can't. I can't because it's just these two girls in, in the safety of their. I am not here. Room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that idea was set in that scene in the washroom where she is. Telling Kamala why she decided to wear hijab, mm-hmm. it wasn't something that was uh, that she was pressured into by her family or her culture. It was a decision. That was an important scene because there's a lot of misinformation, miscommunication. People outside the culture haven't always understood it.
1: That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, I've heard
0: a lot of um, I've heard a lot of people not to throw anybody under the bus, but a lot of white people say I feel so sorry for these women who have to cover up and it's like that's not that's not the point that's not the intention
1: unless someone that is wearing hijab directly states that they would rather not you have then no that say. opinion does not You have no hold. say your
0: opinion is not welcome here <laughs> yeah. so i thought that these little introductions to a different culture and i i'm saying a different culture as in different than my own there were things that i learned from this series and at the end of the day yeah. that is incredibly important and incredibly powerful yeah
1: i think that's why like as much as bruno was like the best friend role i feel like i liked nikia the role that she played in the show a lot more because she showed the nuances
0: and that's why i like nakia and amir so much that's not to say that kamala has any less attachment to her religion and her culture it's just that she is expressing it less which is also okay it's okay to express less when you still feel the same way and that goes for any religion i also really liked that nakia kamala and kamala's mother were such strong female characters even her nani eyeball the, face the eyeball times. on FaceTime. Good God. <laughs>
1: perfect, though. I know. Like, perfect representation of I, like, my, how the generations exactly. differ. Yeah.
0: I FaceTime my dad and my stepmom every single week. Not one week goes by where <laughs> I'm like, not just seeing their eyeball nostril. or the ceiling or a forehead, a foot. Like, <laughs> it just happens. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is what it is.
0: <laughs> I don't know why it is. Anyway, so Nakia Kamala and her mother and her nani, I'm going to I'm going to put her in this group as well, are such strong female characters within the Muslim community. Mm -hmm. Another lesson, people have this preconceived notion that like all women in Muslim communities are oppressed. But there's oppressed women everywhere, in every culture, in every religion. And there are strong women in every culture, in every religion. So I feel like this is breaking down some of those stereotypes. And in the long run, because it's dealing with the culture and religion that it is, the Muslim and Pakistani community. And I mean, I say it all the time, representation is important because it provides knowledge. Without knowledge, we're just scared. And I mean, without getting too heavy, the very first movie, Iron Man, is a fear-mongering movie. So if we flip back all the way to 2008, Tony Stark is taken prisoner by a fictional terrorist group called the Ten Rings in Afghanistan. Now, Afghanistan and Pakistan are are two different countries, but they're neighbors. People on this side of the world are going to just loop them in together. The first chapter of the Iron Man movie is very, very heavily leaning on the American audience's real world perception of South Asia. And then Miss Marvel flips the scripts and says, Hey, look where that got us because now we have a totally harmless, humble Muslim community in New Jersey being targeted by damage control under the presidents of fear.
1: I'm sorry, but that Ah! suck on that woman.
0: Suck on that (laughs) woman. But not
1: in the good way. (laughs) When she comes in and trots her little high heels across that mosque floor, Mm -hmm. it's like, She's about to get ripped apart.
0: Yeah, well, because at that point, much like the uh, Nakia removing her hijab, the series has created such an emphasis on the culture and the religion that you immediately know that that's not acceptable. You do not wear shoes. The
1: fact that they made the whole thing about like someone steals a shoe mm-hmm. for, like every time and like just yeah. the whole rag. like
0: Because of the cultural similarities, I had that previous knowledge of, yes, you do need to remove your shoes when you're in a place of worship, but someone may not have. So they created this whole little fun story. I mean, not so fun because shoes got stolen so that you would know as soon as she walked in there. That's As soon as you heard that,
1: Click, yeah, click, click, mm, mm. <laughs> and everyone just stopped everything. Yo, Abdullah dealing with her.
0: Mm-hmm. Abdullah dealing with everybody. I love Abdullah. Yes. Okay, hey,
1: I didn't really like Kamran and his mother as characters.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought that everybody outside of the people I mentioned, those important staple characters that were representing their community or supporting someone else's, i.e., Bruno, they were just kind of there. I didn't think Najma. Like, was she even? Would you consider her the villain of this story? I don't
1: know. That see. I'm saying click, click ah. is the villain.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's definitely got
1: to go around and bother every freaking mosque in the whole area. Because that's
0: what happens, unfortunately. Like I
1: get some people would say, oh, it's her job. OK, a phone call would suffice. Yeah. <laughs> At least take off the shoes or something <laughs> like whatever. Like just anything would have been better.
0: The whole dynamic was that that scared people. So they in turn said, OK, we have to scare them. We have to scare them more. How is that a viable solution to any problem? You're
1: also, like you're chasing a kid.
0: Literally a child.
1: As little screen time as that woman had, I hated her. Absolutely. Like she played it great.
0: I think this was one of those instances where it was very much a setup. It seems like that's what they're doing with the, the miniseries. Not so much the ongoing ones like Loki and perhaps Falcon and the Winter Soldier that's getting another season. But the miniseries such as WandaVision, such as Hawkeye, Miss Marvel are all setups for something yeah. grander. It would be interesting if we talked about this in, say, two or three years, once more movies have come out. Yeah, see where she shows up next. Exactly, exactly. So we do have to keep that in consideration, the fact that we might not have the full story yet. I think it's really setting up for something along the lines of, Age of Ultron, and then WandaVision, and then Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness with Wanda's character. I think it's going to span pretty far. Because think of how many years were between Age of Ultron and WandaVision. And then WandaVision made Age of Ultron better, ultimately.
1: Maybe they'll do a time skip.
0: Mm, mm, like,
1: I mean, they've got freaking a thousand projects on the go at one time. So like, oh, we do have a sequel for Ms. Marvel. It's called The Marvels.
0: It said that at the end of the series. I forgot about
1: that. Thank you for listening, everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Suffice it to say, we have said everything we would like to about Miss Marvel. We're excited for the Marvels, the next installment of Kamala. Maybe, maybe Young Avengers will come first. Who even knows at this point? My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. This has been the Geek's Guard Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. As always, in the description below, you can find the links to all of our socials as well as our Buy Me A Coffee. And if you haven't, please listen to the episode we did with We're So Bored. You can find them under We're So Bored, B-O-A-R-D as in board game. Also, last episode, they were on our show, so if you haven't listened to that, please go do so.
1: If you like them here, you'll like them there.
0: Yeah, exactly. And have a great day! ready now